You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains, and break a couple of concrete fours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our builders' labour is a name to make a man feel proud Good morning from the Concrete Gang, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed and brought to you by... The Gorilla and Warren Show. Good morning, we're here by ourselves. What's well, mate, on? the ratings were slipping away again, so you had to swim me off the interchange bench to get them back up there. You make Campos let us down big time. Campos, yeah, yeah. Apparently, he's taken over Buzzer like talking about himself, I've heard. <laughs> uh, cheerio to the Buzz, a stalwart of the concrete gang. Uh, what do you mean a stalwart? Never turned up. I'm being facetious. Oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> Anyway, you're on the Concrete Gang, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed every Sunday morning on Community Radio 3CR. And we'll talk about that a little bit later and how you can help. But first of all, we're going to talk about sport. Sports Roundup. Sports Roundup. Well, well, there's a couple of people gone the early crow too. And, and old Buzz is one of them. And last week when they, they won, he told me they were favourites for the, for the grand final. And after last night's performance against Collingwood, they got... They didn't get smashed, but they were never going to win it. I think very organised. I think they've dropped down a few pegs. We might have to go back to Carlton. Oh, Unless they yeah. can win a game. Not to mention your kangaroos are. Oh, Warren, you're going to be quiet, mate, eh? I sat there. I sat there <laughs> to the very bitter end. And with no help from your good self texting my beloved and revered, <laughs> who is an essence and supporter, so I was confident from both of you. I reckon we should have a little um, part of the show each week because me and a couple of the boys down at, uh, down at the borough have got a, a few um, dictionaries, well not dictionaries, encyclopedias of ways to lose on the pump. But I just found a new one. It's in volume three uh, of, our, of our ways to lose money on the pump. Last, uh, I think Friday night, I thought I'd have a bit on the footy, which I've never really done before. And the great mate Brody Myrchek, who plays for Collingwood, um, who's ex-Port player, been going going well and went well last Friday. So I thought I'd have a hundred dollars at eleven to one. 
first goal. Anyway, I'm thinking this will be this will be lovely. Ball goes up in the first couple of seconds, down the forward line. Brady leads out, ball bounces sideways. The fullback grabs it. Brady turns on his right, comes back, grabs him. The fullback drops the ball. The umpire, 20 metres out in front, in front of goal, the umpire blows the whistle, dropping the ball, free kick, Collingwood, Brody Mindcheck. Just as he said that, the new player, Kelly ran past, picked it up off the ground, booted the floor up, booted through the goals. The umpire said, play on. He got the goal. Cost me 1100 <laughs> So there's another way you can get beat. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, I was at club skip. And you were there. I was at club skinning these to start drinking about 300 cans after that. But anyway, I thought I'd just let the listeners know that was another way. If, you, if, you've, got a, if you've got a good one about a good way of getting beat, give us a ring or send it into the concrete gang and we'll give it a mention. We've, we've got, got a couple of psychopaths uh, to go on this. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not having a good run myself. North can't get a win. And the mighty Liverpool did win the Premiership and they're having a bit of trouble for the finish off the season. So I have looked around for a sport that might interest people and I have come up with the answer. The wide world of sport with Uncle Warren. I'm going to talk to you about cherry pip fitting. <laughs> this is a competition that's held around the world. I'm telling you. Go make your coffee now if you want to spell. <laughs> And uh, I noticed in the paper that the Italian champion for 2020, Mauro Tiavarino, won the uh, fitting contest in Salino, north of Rome. Speak English, mate. There aren't builders' labourers out there. With a fit of 16.6 metres. Oh. He spat the cherry pit 16.6 metres. Now... The important point when I looked this up on the... Uh, Warren, air, Warren, I can hear him snoring now. Can you move on? ...was that he won the championship back on his previous championship, which he won in 2018. He started 22 and a half metres. <laughs> the American's best... This is the bloke in Michigan, Eau Claire, Michigan. Pete, or Rick Krauss, his best effort... And claims to be the world champion is a miserable 12.5 metres. America will never be great again. <laughs> so if you've got some sporting facts out there, yes indeed, send them in. Because if you can top that shit, you'll go and work. I'll tell you what, you should have run through that, that through the committee, mate. I think that might have made it. I don't think it would have made it. Anyway, a bit of cheer it up because... So let's wake him up because we would have put him to sleep after that. Anyway, let's talk about the EBA offer. There is finally, despite all the bullshit going on in the media, with the NBA going the early crow, etc, etc, it's taken a long time, yes indeed, and uh, coronavirus has been used as an excuse to delay the process on the other side, but we have got an offer. And the offer will involve basically an average, depending on classification, 50 bucks a week extra in every 36 hours. And it will also involve a doubling of your interlink payments from the current $80 a week to 160 over the life of the agreement. Thus, your super would improve to 280 
$1,000 a week in July 2023. So the agreement will be from this year, August this year, first pay rise, second pay rise March 1st next year, then 22 and 23, two further pay rises and the agreement. It's actually a three...
out in the Delta Sea, I think it's coming out over the, the, um, on the airways. In, in our humble opinion. In our humble opinion, at least the show is going to air. Yeah, exactly. Now, COVID-19, there are now clearly uh, cases of positive readings being uh, identified on site. And uh, another problem has also been identified, which I'll get on to in a second, but there is at least one job, that's the uh, Sendic, uh, sorry, uh, what's their name? Sendic, yeah, Sendic job in Footscray, the Riverina uh, Apartments, has been closed down. That's a cluster now all of its own. There's probably 13 people, and I, as I understand it, a foreman and his wife have both been admitted to hospital. So, folks, this is not bullshit. This is a serious problem. We have been able to keep our industry going. We've kept people earning a quid right through. When a lot of other people are losing their jobs, losing money, etc., we have been able to keep this industry going, but it requires cooperation. It requires people to own up if they've got some symptoms, get tested, the Inkling bus is going all over the state. Last week it was in Ballarat. It's been in the Latrobe Valley. It's been in Geelong. But there's also additional testing stations around the place, and you should use it. And common sense you should use too. If you've been, if you're on a job that's shut down for being exposed to uh, COVID, you don't you don't go to another job, which was happened last week and. Uh, I think a couple, or one or two blokes got sent out to the ABD job in Oakley and luckily most of the shop they picked it up because they, they got there after the inductions but these, these blokes have been inducted before so just walked on the site. So uh, to, to um, Muzz's um, credit and, and ABD, they shut the project down, had it, oh, what's the word, steam cleaned or whatever, whatever at night and all that, deep cleaned and, and, and done the tracking and all that sort of stuff. So, Hopefully nothing else comes out of it. But obviously if you've been on one job that's been shut down because you've been exposed, you don't go to another job. Now it looks like the Heritage uh, class employee was on uh, the Sendic job. He was told, go get tested, don't do anything, stay at home till such time as you get the test results. And he knew it and he chose to come to bloody work and put everyone on that job at risk. So folks... There are people running around, if they are in a situation where they've got temperature issues, they've got uh, cold issues, flu issues, symptoms, whatever, put it on them. They have to go and get themselves checked. People are getting paid their sick leave. People can get their coronavirus payment from Inkalink if they are going to be off work for a week or something. This is not simple... Bullshit from the government. This is a serious bloody problem and it's going to get worse. And if people don't like getting locked down, it can get a whole bloody lot worse unless you cooperate. I remember when it first, we first uh, started the three, three or so months ago, and we went around and had meetings on the jobs and we were trying to work our way through it. Obviously, folks weren't happy, they reckon we were putting them at risk, but it wasn't the case. And uh, throwing rocks at us two weeks later, I thought it was the greatest idea of all time because it would have been three months I would have been out of work by now. Now, we don't know where we're heading with this at the moment, but uh, unless we clean up our act and everyone does the right thing, the construction site could get shut down. 
hopefully that's not the case, but everyone's got a little bit of a onus in this, uh, this uh, uh, corona, uh, corona disease. Unless, they, unless we get it right, well, it's going to get worse. And uh, congratulations to Basha Hooley, the Richmond footballer, came out because it can be anyone who gets affected. And his mother is uh, in intensive care in hospital. And uh, he uh, decided that he would stay in Melbourne rather than continue playing football and go to Queensland for a new child. Obviously, he's got real concerns. Uh, so, cheerio to uh, the boys down in Geelong. The old Uncle Warren had to go through the uh, police <laughs> guards at uh, Little River to get down there to see him yesterday. But uh, anyway, congratulations to the copper. He knew about our EBA and uh, wished all the boys luck. Good on you. Good on you. Well, we probably should cut the track. With, 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 with. Uh, on this show, we have both types of music, both the Blues Brothers, country and... <laughs> <laughs> Say they weigh in, we're going to shit can them unmercifully more than we normally do. So you 
3cr.org.au, make a contribution and keep your name in front of everybody for as long as this show goes. Hey? Yeah. And there's going to be a few sooks mentioned. In fact, we've probably got more sooky lalas this week than we have. Jesus, the bush is just going up. I'm not going to shoot themselves in the foot. And a special cheerio to Doug Williams, because we did shit count him one year when he had paid, but anyway. <laughs> you can come pay on. again, Doug. Yeah, come on, Doug. Up the ante. Come on, mate. Righto. Now, a story that uh, has had a few variations on this show, and that is Shark City. The developers who uh, have been involved in a number of matters including that issue down at uh, Hawthorne East, where two of the organisers were attacked. But also, the Corkman. People might remember that they, they knocked it down illegally, put everyone at risk with asbestos and so on, as well as the blokes who actually did the job and probably didn't even get asked whether they uh, knew that it was asbestos they were dealing with. But, development's brother. Yes, yes. Um, apparently, um, the government's obviously seen what the goings are at the moment. They've decided to, to up the ante a bit because they got, I think they got, um, well, I'm not very good with all the, you know, the exact signs, but uh, so that they bought the pub for two. It's now worth four. Uh, the government, they, they got fined. Didn't they get fined? Oh, yeah. A couple of million dollars. And oh, yeah. then, then they, they appealed it and the fines dropped to 1.1 or something. Yeah. Which they never paid, of course, and now the land the land's supposed to be given back to the government to turn into a park, which yeah. hasn't happened. Yeah. Um, they're in contempt of court. You'd say so, that's before, but they're still getting permits to build jobs yeah. like the one down in uh, in Hawthorne East. There, yeah. where two of our union officials were back bashed by seven thugs with timber from behind. So, and then and then to top it off. Um, our um, union official, young Perk, Perkmeister, got fined uh, for um, being there for three days and not following COVID restrictions. So he's essential work. So he gets fined for three days. These blokes destroy a pub that's not allowed to be touched, spread asbestos all around the community, don't pay, got fined two, uh, $2 million, appealed down to 1.1, 1. 1, don't pay it, supposed to fix the joint up and turn in the park, haven't done that. They get, still get permits to build uh, other jobs. Yeah. Work that out. And we get fined. Well, <laughs> this might be the, uh, the cup up, come uppance because contempt... The what? The come uppance. Jeez. This is where they cop one back. Okay. What did you say This is... Uh, <laughs> I thought of that word first. <laughs> now, contempt. few of us know a little bit about contempt. It can mean not only do you pay a lot of money, but you can also go to jail. Yes. And you only get let out when the court decides you've been punished enough. So it's an open-ended sentence. A few of us know a bit about that. Yes. <laughs> so, Ray, Steph, why don't you fix it up? Not just eat Hawthorne, but also all this stuff about the courtman, because... Not going ain't, away. It ain't going to go away, and they've got more money than you're ever going to have. So we'll, we'll be feeding that in the scallywags, aren't we? Because yeah. that's the start of scallywags. Because we're right. Oh, we've got a bit of time, haven't we? No, I've got to mention one more thing. Oh, okay. The state government uh, gets the plaudits when they do something right. And they're certainly trying to do something in relation to COVID, in relation to COVID and so on. But they also 
also quietly changed the waste disposal rules so that uh, all that uh, PFAS shit out of Westgate can be dumped in uh, what I would have thought were fairly uh, close to people, venues like uh, Raven Hall. Well, they're done in Turek. And uh, Backers Marsh and so on. They're going to be allowed to dump it. The cost is not going to be prohibitive. And uh, yet, I suspect that all of the uh, dangers involved with PFAT and some of the other shit that's going to be dug out of that Westgate tunnel have not been looked at quite thoroughly enough. Anyway, there's going to be some more about this, and oh, I'll keep people informed. Scully Wags. Well, we've got the Corpman crew for a start, yeah, haven't we? Yeah, Shark City. They just keep going on and on, giving yeah. us, giving us uh, more um, mud on them. Who else we got? Well, can I uh, nominate posthumously to John Kerr? It all came out this week in terms of the uh, Cullis letters. And uh, according to the media and all the rest of it, the Queen didn't know anything about it. Yet, her private secretary, the person closest to her, was advising Sir John Kerr on how to handle matters which ended up dismissing the Whitlam government. And uh, we through it, can't forget it, can't forget Bob Forstone, cool it, cool it, and a few other things, but that's just me. But, I'm sorry, you put someone in front they cop the blame, but you know all about it. And that's what I reckon her management did. She knew damn well what was going on. She knew what advice was given, but she was not actually told that he was sacking the government until oh afterwards. Well, I'm sorry. You can cover, you can smother, but in the end it's all getting exposed. Looks like shit. Bit of bullshit. Anyway, that's Sir John Kerry's long dead and good riddance to him. But there are a few people still around. Who we got? Well, I've got a few sorts. Oh, no. Brenda Ritchie's. John Holland. Oh, Mate. Sookin' first thing on a Thursday morning with the fog around and, like, it was miserable enough without hearing all that sort of shit. And then, just to top it, because he thought he was going to miss out, Rob Marchant, project manager down near Geelong on the Darwin uh, prison job, sucked up big time. Coronavirus identified on the site, a positive test, people panicking, all the rest of it, and what happens? He wants to make an issue about having meetings. Even though the meetings are actually to inform people, keep them calm, do the right thing, follow the industry procedures for COVID-19, he tried to put his body across the gut. They hooked up big But anyway, oh, well, John Holland's a pretty consistent yeah, well, out of the hospital, hard hospital that got three cranes up, and oh dear, one of the gyms in one of the cranes not long enough. We're going to have to pull it down and put a new one in. I didn't spend more time worrying about that than worrying about who's got stickers and who hasn't and all that sort of stuff, but that's John Holland. Yeah, so John Holland is going to get a nomination. Uh, I'll tell you what, we're going to get a nomination, but... The quick one, the ALP. Oh, sorry. Now, if you're looking for a, a good takeaway meal, 
go to Big Rooster. I think it's up somewhere in um, Mountain Highway. You go in, open the window, say you want a chicken with a lot, and then the way you put your, your hand in the bin, the dump, and grab out a whole heap of forms to see who's been uh, branch stacking in the ALP. Now, the ALP, they've decorated themselves in glory again. Hey? They're getting rid of all their uh, top secret uh, documents in the old Big Rooster's Dump Master. Oh, there you go. So when you get your, your roll wrapped up, it could be wrapped up in a how to vote for the ALP. <laughs> yes, uh, and uh, last but not least, yes. I've got a uh, nomination, Nick Clark. Oh, bleated like hell that uh, we canned him or something. No, we just raised the issue on the rumour file that uh, the company was in a bit of trouble. Uh, people were going elsewhere, he no longer had the agency for Ramondi Cranes and all the rest of it, and now Nick sucked up and made it very personal. He's going to sue someone. Yeah. Someone that wasn't even here. <laughs> He's got it right again. But that wouldn't surprise you, it would be clear. All right, who are we going for? We're running out of time, we better snap it up. I want to go for Sir John Kerr because he's your favourite. I'll never forget the truth. All right, we'll go we'll go with him for Scullywag. Scullywag forever. Suki la la. Oh, it's a contest of art. Who do you want to go for? Oh, Nick Clark, Rob Marchant, Brenda Ritchie. I think it's a trifecta. Righto. Trifecta. You're all Suki la la. Before we go to uh, call the day, we have to send the chair out of the knobster because he's had his uh, new knee put in. He's had a knee replacement, so knobster's at home, uh, which will catch up with him later today. So I hope he's travelling all right. So we'll go in the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare to win. You lose. Good morning from the concrete game. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.